Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of On My Mind. I'm Shelley Griffith, and this week I've been thinking a lot about a very serious disease that affects almost 30% of the American population and millions more worldwide, hypertension, high blood pressure. I'd like to look at some interesting data about this problem, and the American Heart Association actually sets the annual guidelines for defining treating hypertension. Disease is more common in men than women at about a 50%-44% ratio. And currently, a normal pressure is defined as 120 systolic, or the upper number, over 80 diastolic, or the lower number. The systolic actually represents the action of the heart when pumping blood to the remainder of our body. The diastolic shows when the heart is receiving blood or is in a relaxed mode. An elevated blood pressure is considered if the numbers are 120 to 129 over 80. Stage 1 hypertension, 130 to 139 over 80 to 89. Stage 2, 140 or greater over 90 or greater. Folks over 65 might have a pressure of 160 over 90 normally and not be symptomatic. And we didn't used to treat that, but in the last few years, it has been decided that it does need to be treated in order to save problems. A crisis or possible malignant hypertension can be 180 over 100 or greater and usually demands immediate medical attention. If we look at the demographics of high blood pressure, it seems that, as you would expect, genetics can play a role. If family members have this, we need to be very cautious about getting this checked. The top region in the United States for hypertension, unfortunately, is where those of us who live in the South reside. We think it's due to our high-fatty, fried diets, decreased exercise, along with increased smoking. And as you would also expect, stress and anxiety, along with poor sleep and sleep apnea, can lead to hypertension. When you visit your doctor, you almost always have your blood pressure taken usually sitting down. It's important to also consider having it taken while you're standing up after about two minutes. Many of us develop orthostatic hypotension, O-R-T-H-O-S-T-A-T-I-C, due to certain cardiac conditions, as well as sometimes bleeding ulcers, and actually taking too much hypertensive medication will do this. Your doctor normally orders a number of blood tests on your annual exam, which will help identify problems. These will include CBC, or complete blood count, to check for anemia or infections or other problems. Electrolytes such as sodium and potassium can be out of balance when we have hypertension. These are also checked. Your lipid or cholesterol profiles will be checked. Thyroid will be checked. Glucose or sugar levels also are important, and a basic urinalysis. Many doctors do not check a routine urinalysis, but it is key to finding a number of conditions, uh, especially severe kidney disease. Once a diagnosis is made, your doctor has a wide range of drugs that he can use to treat. The most common of these are going to be calcium channel blockers. 
Secondly, ACE inhibitors, ACE inhibitors, which affect enzymes that cause hypertension. And thirdly, diuretics. This is the most common class of hypertensive therapy, been around for decades. And you might be familiar with these uh, if you're on them or a family member or friend has taken them over the years. The top five medications, according to many sources, are HCTZ or hydrochlorothiazide, an inexpensive but very successful medication as a diuretic, been around, as I said, for many, many decades. You can take this in 12.5 to 25 milligram doses through the day, and it really works quite well. Losartan is another common drug, L-O-S-A-R-T-A-N. It can be taken in doses of 25 to 50 milligrams a day, and it's considered an ACE inhibitor. Another drug that's quite commonly used, metoprolol, M-E-T-O-P-R-O-L-O-L, or metaprolol. It's a beta blocker that's been used for a long time to treat cardiac irregularities and also has been found to reduce hypertension. Doses of uh, 50 to up to 400 milligrams a day can be taken to control the disease. Another drug is amlodipine, A-M-L-O-D-I-P-I-N-E, commonly known as Norvasc, N-O-R-V-A-S-C. This drug can be used in 5 to 10 milligram dosages a day and is very good at reducing many of the hypertensive situations. The number one prescription in America right now, and that may change as years go by, Lisinopril, L-I-S-I-N-O-P-R-I-L, under the trade name Prenavil, P-R-E-N-A-V-I-L, or Zestril, Z-E-S-T-R-I-L. All of these, as you would expect, can cause side effects like any medication can. Dizziness, nausea, headache, skin rashes, visual changes, and other issues can be very common. The orthostatic hypotension I mentioned earlier is really a very serious issue. It can lead to falls, especially in the elderly, leading to fractures and concussions. Because these are generic items, they are quite inexpensive and very reasonable. There are also discount coupons and cards. If you're having trouble paying for medications, your pharmacist can help you with this. In 2020, there were some 670,000 deaths due to complications of hypertension. It turns out only about 25% of hypertensive patients are controlled, and that's with many taking three or more drugs daily. As you might expect, the most common problems from hypertension are strokes and heart disease, such as heart attacks heart failure, and other cardiac events. Almost $130 billion a year is spent on treating these particular problems. Strokes tend to occur about 795,000 a year, and about 137,000 patients die from a stroke, giving us a ratio of one in six patients. 600,000 of these are actually first strokes, 
And strokes can occur every 40 seconds in America, and a death from a stroke occurs every 3.5 minutes. It's the fifth leading cause of death in the United States in all uh, persons, third leading cause in women. Heart deaths, 647,000 per year in America. One out of four all-U.S. deaths. 44% of these are due to heart attacks or myocardial infarction. I encourage each of you to try to check and see what your risks might be. You can go to the Internet, and there is a site, cvriskcom calculator.com. That's all lowercase, cvriskcalculator.com. That will generally give you a 5 to 10 year overall risk of developing coronary artery disease, other cardiovascular disease, or strokes. I certainly do ask that each of you get regular annual checkups. It's interesting to see how many people do not. See a doctor if you have any unusual symptoms, shortness of breath, chest pain, headache, general fatigue, because any of these could be a sign of early cardiovascular disease. This is especially true for the men listening to us today. It's interesting because we are really good at ignoring health-related problems. Please ask you, to go ahead and see a physician for general checkup. Now, if you have any questions or comments about today's episode, contact me at shellgriff at gmail.com. That's S-H-E-L-G-R-I-F at gmail.com, and I'll do my best to get back to you as quickly as possible. Now, I'll leave you with this. Until next time, Henry David Thoreau advised us Go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Live the life you have imagined. And President Harry S. Truman once stated, If you can't convince them, confuse them. This has been On My Mind. I'm Shelley Griffith. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a safe and healthy day, and I'll see you a little further on up the road. <music>